The Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show is sponsored by Acunet Mortgage, an equal housing lender, NMLS ID 255368, and Acunet Realty Advisors, which is a separate company from but still affiliated with Acunet Mortgage. Welcome to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show, getting you inside information on buying, selling, and financing your home with expert advice from Acunet Mortgage and Realty's Brian Wickert on WTMJ. And a very pleasant Sunday morning, everyone. I'm Mark Sigrist, welcoming you to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show, along with Acunet Mortgage and Acunet Realty Advisors and owner Brian Wickard and Chief Millennial Loan Consultant David Wickard. As always, if you have questions or comments, simply give us a call or text us on the Acunet Mortgage Talk and text line. The number is 414-799-1620. Gentlemen, good morning. How are you doing? Well, we are just doing fantabulous because... Mortgage rates took a big drop the second half of the week. And I don't know, David, do you have any recollection of ever watching The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson and Ed McMahon? No, there's no way. Way There's no way. Yeah. Well, they used to always have a shtick, you know, where he'd say, you know, interest rates are really low. And then Ed McMahon would say, what would Ed McMahon say, Mark? How high were they? Yeah, or how low were they? Yeah, that's right. How low were they? Johnny Carson's last show was May of 92, so maybe I could have. Yeah, you'd have been four. I know, but anyway. You might have seen it. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so they're really low, and the reasons really don't matter, but I'll try to recap it. David said, keep the wonky factor dad to like 60 um, seconds. 30 seconds. Okay. It's because the Federal Reserve met on, on Wednesday, and they didn't change interest rates. And by the way, remember, all the dial that they have is for overnight rates between banks anyway. But Fed Chair Powell came out and said, told the world, we are not raising rates for the rest of the year. Uh, and they had previously said they might raise one or two times. Okay, take that along with then, I think it was on Thursday, Germany uh, came out with their, like, manufacturing index, which was bad. And so everybody goes, oh, my God, maybe the European economy, which is just every bit as large as the United States economy, yes. is headed for a recession, which wouldn't be good. And so what do you know? Interest rates fall. So to answer the question, how low are they, here is the answer. On a $200,000 30-year fixed rate with 25% equity and all the other right stuff. We can offer at low overhead Acunet an interest rate of 3.99%. And uh, that is with 1,834 American dollars of total loan costs. Not bad. I'll take that. The annual Twice on per- Sunday. Yep. The annual percentage rate on that is 4.06 because you are paying some closing costs. You're paying three-eighths of a point of interest up front to snag that trophy rate. Now, we have been, uh, when this happens, we're kind of babysitters. And so we have helped several, right? A couple is two, few is three, <clears throat> anything more than three is several. Yeah. We have helped several dozen customers. Save over $1,000 a year every year for the rest of their mortgage this week. Word. By what have we been doing, David? Picking up the phone and saying, would you like to pay less to live in your same house? Remember how we helped you buy a house in, you know, October? Yeah. And now rates have come down and, for example, we can drop your interest rate by half a percent for zero loan costs. Wait, I thought that, David, the old rule of thumb was that you had your rate had to drop a full percent. I mean, my granddaddy told me that. My daddy told me that. Uh, that old rule of thumb got broken years ago. You broke the thumb. Broke the thumb. Thumb screws. Well, it's like, that. imagine if uh, your cell phone provider picked up the phone and called you and said, hey, I can save you um, 
80 bucks a month on your cell phone bill. Yeah. My answer would be, I'm getting in my car. Where do you need me to drive right now in order to do that? So with mortgage lending, the the other factor that comes into play is how much do I have to spend in closing costs, in loan costs, right? Because right? remember, there is a difference. Loan costs are what you're paying the lender to get the loan. You might also be depositing money into your tax escrow account for the new loan, blah, blah, blah. But what is it costing me to uh, get this new rate? Yeah. So I just told you $1,836. Well, you have to figure out how long it's going to take to recoup uh, the money you spend up front, yeah. whether you wrote a check or not, by the way, because what a lot of letters you oh, nothing out of your pocket, but they're robbing you blind on the cost. Rolling it into the And loan. rolling it into the loan amount, which we're happy to do, too, but we are very careful to explain to people exactly how much they're spending. So here's been my talk track uh, on the three people that I talked to this week, <laughs> uh, which even the president's getting in on helping people. Well, yes, yes, I am. Yeah. And so uh, the other choice is a rate of 4.375, which sounds horrible, and that is with no loan costs whatsoever. So the annual percentage rate is 3.75. Can I just tell you what is also happening a lot is because we're helping our past customers we are either getting an appraisal waiver, Ooh. thus reducing uh, loan costs, yep. or um, can we use can get a, a recertification of the previous appraisal. Because, hey, if we helped you buy your house six months ago, your house is... We might it, be able to use we the We might same. be able to use the same... That kind of depends on the appraiser. Agreed. But um, given the inventory shortage that we're going to cover later in the show, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm willing to bet that those recertifications are going to still be valid given... Okay. The, Solid home price. The other number, uh, so so we're comparing for people, and our best thing to do is compare it right on the screen. You're looking at the screen. I did this for somebody on uh, Tuesday, okay, and looked, or maybe it was Wednesday. And um, hey, you know the four point three seven five has zero loan costs, and here's my talk track. Mortgage rates could even go lower later this year if we do, in fact, slip into a recession or get closer to one. Mm-hmm. So why pay the $1,800 now to get the trophy rate of 3.99 if, you know, let's take the layup right now. Right, yeah. Right, because, and I've really had people say, like, what? And you too, right? What's the catch? I, there, there's no there's catch. There's no catch. Um, and then maybe we have another shot in the next two years if to, we to do, do slip intercession to get you an even lower rate. So that kind of makes it easy for people to say yes. Uh, is your bank calling you uh, to refinance, audience? Are they saying, hey, we can save you $1,000 a year or more? I bet not. Yeah, That's what we do at the Acunet Mortgage. All right, 15-year fix, by the way, uh, 399 with how much in closing costs? Zero. Zero Ooh. loan costs on a Christmas in March. $200,000, 399 Are you out of your mind? 15-year fixed refi. All right. When we come back, I did the research on Milwaukee County single-family detached uh, housing supply and demand. Or should we go to, you know, let's tell a story first. Okay. Well, let's not go all numbers. We'll tell a story about a retired condo owner, a little uh, advancement of that story when we come back. And you're listening to the Accident Mortgage and Realty Show on WTMJ. Home buying advice from the guys who know it best. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. And we are back with Brian and David, and we got a pretty good story coming up here, guys, right? Yep. This is a continuation. A couple of weeks ago, we were telling you about a retired uh, person. This is the same 
Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, the same one from a couple weeks ago. Okay. And so she uh, owns a house, a modest house in Milwaukee County somewhere, and decided, you know what, I want to have a nice condo with a view of Lake Michigan. And so th- it turns out that the first one she was interested in that got sold or was sold already. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, so she's went, oh, now another one comes on the market. I think it's in the same building or similar. And uh, so she gets herself an accepted offer this last week. Awesome. Now, uh, the part of the story, if you didn't remember it from last time we we shared it, is that her natural inclination, and she's got a very nice nest egg Mm -hmm. in an IRA, like, you know, over $600,000. And so her inclination was, I'm just going to pay cash for this condo. And it's like, you know, let's let's just say it's in the 220-ish range. And so her very smart financial advisor, one Jim Wozniak from RBC Wealth Management, uh, said, whoa, 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 because, David, what's the problem with pulling $220,000 out of your IRA? The government calls that income, and yep. then you get to pay income tax on that. That's right. So, in Like order... you worked a job, and, hey, you just earned $220,000 yes. at your job. And so that really cranks up your marginal tax rate, you know, because we have this thing called progressive income tax. So the more yeah. you make, the greater percentage of it you pay. So it turned out that she would have to withdraw, actually, about $315,000 wow. in order to pay the $90,000 federal income tax bill in order to net the two twenty. So Jim did a great job of explaining that to her. I supplied the numbers. And so now the next part of the story is she's buying this condo, and she says to Jim, I kind of need 10000 or so dollars to, um, you know, spruce the place up. Where am I going to get that money? How much money? Ten. Oh. So, um, so Jim asked me, what do you think is the best idea? And I said, well, so, so she was going to do um, 20% down. <clears throat> at three nine nine on a fifteen year fixed, Sweet. and in her particular circumstances, loan size, blah blah blah. And this was at the beginning of the week. She would have had to pay six hundred and eighty eight dollars of total loan cost to get that. Not bad deal. Not bad. Not bad at all. And so I said, Jim, how's about if we can only have her put fifteen percent down? Yeah. Jim and I have been working together for a lot of years, and so he says, but isn't she going to have to pay that evil private mortgage insurance if she puts? Less than 20%. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. No. Uh, we can still give her the 399 rate. Yeah. She's going to put $10,000 less down. Cool. Uh, which then she'll have. Yeah. You know, to go spruce she has to take less out of her. Right. She has to take less out of her IRA. Yeah. Right. For that. And, uh, and her closing costs, are you ready? Went up $300. Win, win, win. No monthly mortgage insurance. So we offer options with no monthly mortgage insurance, even if you have 20% down or less. Yeah. So pretty cool. Very, very happy with that. And so we're proceeding along. And uh, she's only going to have to pull out, including the money to uh, remodel, uh, she's going to probably have to pull out forty grand out of her. I'm not a mathematician, but that is less than 220 Yeah. Yeah. So we are saving her a, what did you call it, a metric ton. A metric ton. And then remember, on a 15-year fixed rate, over half of her monthly payment is going to principal well, anyway. Because then, the, uh, yes, but then the other thing that you always point out is that that money gets to keep working for yes, her in her yes. portfolio. It's not dead money in the two-by-fours of her condo. Dead money is dead money. It doesn't earn you anything. So, yes, right. Now, Jim at RBC Wealth Management, uh, his job is to make more than 399 
for sure. You know, on the money. Yeah. You know, over a period of time, which he's been doing historically. So she is happy as a clam and well she should be. Yeah. All right. So if you're a financial advisor out there or you're a retiree looking to buy uh, a property, why don't you work with some? Well, yeah, let's just talk before you liquidate. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It may not be. And we've done this. We you know what? We had another client of Jim's where we helped them in a similar manner, uh, not put all of his money inside the two by fours of a condo, meaning yeah. dead money. All right. When we come back, let's talk a little bit about how tight is the housing market. In this week's edition, we will cover Milwaukee County when we come back. And you're listening to the Accident Mortgage and Realty Show on WTMJ. Getting you into the home of your dreams. Here's more of the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Weckert on WTMJ. And we are back with Brian and David. And how tight is the local housing market, guys? It's so tight. I, I wish I had a good answer to that. But my simile that I'm talking about on the radio commercials is tight as the lug nut on a flat tire, which is tight. Mm. Okay, so I dove into Milwaukee County. Last week we looked at Waukesha County, single-family home supply and demand. And just as a refresher, what economists and home market analysts have done for time and memoriam is measured the number of homes currently for sale and then divided that by the number of sales in a particular month. So what I... From the previous year as a metric. Well, who knows what they do? Sometimes they use the previous month, right, which is a mistake at this time of year because demand... Between February and March goes up about 70%. So what I do, what I've started doing... Economist Brian Wickard. Economist Brian. Wannabe economist Brian Wickard. Is I took the demand, in other words, closed sales from March 2018, and then used that to analyze the current supply. All right, so here are your numbers. Milwaukee County. Remember, anything under three months supply is a seller's market. The seller has the leverage. It's a tight market. Okay. Uh, Bayside, 3.1, so barely into the neutral uh, market, 22 homes listed for sale. Brown Deer, a one-month supply. Cudahy, 0.8. Fox Point, 1.9. Franklin, 1.1. Glendale, 1.6. Greendale, 1. Greenfield, 0.9. Hales Corners, 1.4. Milwaukee, even the city of Milwaukee, 1.5. The biggest market, right, because it's the biggest population, only a a one-and-a-half-month supply of single-family detached homes. Oak Creek, 1.3. All right, if you want to buy a home, go to River Hills. 9.5 on supply. <laughs> I wonder why that is. Uh, you could high, be Giannis's neighbor. High taxes. Uh, is that where Giannis lives? Yeah. Okay, didn't know that. St. Francis, 1. Shorewood, 1.3. Ooh, South Milwaukee, 0.3 months supply. Wauwatosa, point, that's like 0. 10 3. days. That's crazy. Wauwatosa is a 0.8 supply. By the way, there are 52 single-family detached homes actively listed for sale in Wauwatosa without offers. And this is a range. This is a $50,000 house up to a infinity dollar house, right? Uh, I have it for you <laughs> by range, and you don't get to a three-month supply in Wauwatosa until you're into the 400 to 499 price range. Okay? Yeah. Uh, West, well, but I mean, for all the inventory, for all, all the all the other stats you've been given. Yes, 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 for every price. And then finally, Whitefish Bay at one3 month supply so if you would like to sell your house do it now would be a good time to do it and so again hearing stories from more and more real estate agents about how fast homes are selling and with multiple offers and well and i even look at the activity that acunet does on a weekly basis people are still getting pre-approved yeah 
at a at a regular or even accelerated clip, but then there's less homes. <laughs> That's right. Yep. So and more competition. So you got to have your good track shoes on. And I just was talking to a real estate agent in the last couple of days. You know, Elm Grove listing five offers on the second first day it was on the market. What price point? Four uh, hundreds, I think. Okay, four hundreds, and I'm not sure about that. But you know, people. But not an eight hundred thousand dollars house. This is correct, like, correct, correct. And so you know, wrote an offer. You know, had a modified appraisal contingency, a generous home inspection. Con- didn't get it. You know, so do they ever? Do they know why? Or nobody uh, ever really end, reports at the at the end. If if you could go look back and well, you can look back and see, or you could ask the listing agent why we didn't get it. But they won't tell you generally until after the transaction. They're going to break your heart, but they're not going to tell you why. Well, I'm breaking up with you, but I'm not going to tell you until 45 days from now. That's true. Okay. Now another thing that traders often do is measure velocity of a market. How fast are things trading? So I broke it down. You'd be proud of me, David. Okay. Fastest trading market. So I looked at all the uh, single-family detached uh, listings. This is known as the David theory, I think. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. So in Greenfield, uh, 16% of the listings with accepted offers got an accepted offer in one day or less. Another 60. Almost one in five. Right. And then 63% of Greenfield listings got an offer within one week. Combine the two, and that means 79% of the single-family homes in Greenfield that have accepted offers right now but have not yet closed, got offers in less than a week, 79%. The other, others that are above 50%. Let me, let me fill in the rest of the segment. David, you were right. <laughs> All right. When we come back after the news, we've got a couple of other uh, stories to tell you from the front lines of mortgage lending uh, right after Jane Matineer tells us what's going on. Don't break the bank to get into a house. Back to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. And we are back with Brian and David. And what an informative hour this uh, this Sunday morning. It's, uh, you guys are coming up with some great stuff. Well, thanks. Hey, thanks a lot. Hey, David just brought up, we're going to talk a little bit about interest rates again before we get to my stories on helping people qualify uh, with variable income. Um we started out at the top of the show saying rates are down, and they are way down. Mortgage rates have, you know, super nice. Yeah. And so at the top of the hour, we're talking about how you can get three nine nine on a thirty year fixed rate with eighteen hundred dollars of closing costs. That's on a purchase with twenty five percent down payment or a refinance where you still have twenty five percent equity, but you're not taking any cash out. The APR is four point oh three. David was just raising his finger, hoping I would say the annual percentage rate to maintain compliance with Regulation Z, mm. and uh, and then it's three nine nine on a fifteen year fixed. Uh, that's again if you're not taking cash out, twenty five percent equity, and that's with zero loan cost. So the APR is the same as the note rate. All right. So what if you wanted to pull cash out? Because David, why wouldn't I want to use a home equity line of credit? Because it's a higher interest rate at five point five. It's literally that simple. Is the prime rate, yes. and that's variable. Yes. Um, well, okay. Oh, you hope you get prime. Well, if, some people, uh, you know, uh, okay. I've seen some ads lower than prime. If you have 20% equity, they'll give you a teaser rate, you know. Emphasis on the word teaser. Teaser okay. for maybe up to one year and then, okay. But let's just say you wanted to t- take cash out. Let's go up to 75% of the value of your home, 4.5% on a 30-year fixed with zero loan costs. How many? Zero. What? That would, that would be known as the free. How can we afford to do that? 
because what we're able to do, you know, so we could offer you interest rates are a teeter totter. Yeah. And so you can descend in rate. You just have to continue to invest in loan costs in order to achieve the lower rate. Ah. So, but let's say, for example, you, you know, because what if you want to do a bathroom remodel? Uh -huh. Man, I would really like to do that not uh, using the credit card called a HELOC mm -hmm. on my house. A fixed rate would be real nice. And we'll tell people, by the way, we have a cool tool that we built ourselves. Yeah. Where we put in the loan balance on your first mortgage and the interest rate on the first mortgage. And then we can do different what if scenarios on well if you take out a HELOC for fifty grand. Right. And that's at five and a half it's called and the blended rate. The blended rate, the weighted average rate is what an economist would call it, David. Oh, wow. Uh and then you have a fifty thousand dollar balance on your mortgage at three yeah. and a half. What's well, the cost of your borrowed money? That's right. What's the blended rate? On a fifteen year you could do four point two five percent, again with the best phrase, the no cost. Mm -hmm. APR is the same, so taking cash out that's awesome all right so <laughs> hot money folks and and remember if you go to your bank typically you're going to pay one to three thousand dollars more in loan costs for the same rate as what you'll get at Accurate mortgage and so we call that lighten your money on fire yeah oh the other most common question when we were calling people the last half you know or all last week saying hey rates are really down you know we can uh, save you a thousand dollars a year in payments at no loan cost. Yeah. The most common question was, are the, are rates going to go any lower? Oh. And to to which my answer is, nobody expected them to dip right now. Right. And so uh, the real answer is, take the money and run. Yeah. Is that a uh, Steve Miller St band? Steve Miller band. Milwaukee's own. Yeah, Milwaukee's own. Take the money and run. Um, yeah. So so don't wait. Are they going to go lower? The answer is, who cares? Well, and maybe. Sure. And, and they probably will. We just don't know when. The other thing I would observe, we had a different That's like rates. asking the blackjack dealer if you're going to get blackjack on the next hand. It's like, just just take your winnings now. Yeah. You got 20 there, sir. You're right, exactly. You got two face cards. <laughs> <laughs> say yes. Yeah, just say yes and take your money. Yeah. And then if it goes down again, your sunk cost on the first transaction was zero. Mm -hmm. So, But if you do want to pay, if you're like, hey, I, 399 is so good, I just want to lock it in and forget about it, happy to do that for you as At well. At least we're picking up the phone to call you to say, would you like to pay less to live in your same house? That's right. And so if you want to find out how much you can save. Let's do the math. Yeah. No cost and a low cost or refinance. All you got to do is, of course, either give us a call. You find our phone number on the website, acunet.com, or click on that well-used blue button, mm -hmm. and you just fill out a form. No social security number is required, and we'll get back to yeah, you we'll with give you some numbers. actionable numbers. In writing, which amazingly is is not the standard right, yeah. for well, I'm our waiting world. on a quote from my bank. How long have you been waiting? Two days. Really? Really. Wow. They can't get you numbers. numbers. Right. All right. All right. Now, when we come back after this break, we will tell the stories about it. We've got a couple stories, all related Happens to all be for people working in the transportation industry, which is just a fluke. Hmm. Uh, and variable income and what we can and cannot use, we'll tell you that when we come back. And you're listening to the Acuna Mortgage and Realty Show on WTMJ. Important home buying questions and answers you can count on. This is the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. And we're back with Brian and David, and we got a couple more stories to talk about here, huh? Yeah, and so we started talking about this one last week um, because it was rich with topics. This is the one where the young person, uh, 25 years old, uh, looking to buy a first house. Oh. And this is the one where Are new construction. Built? Wow, okay. Remember that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. New construction. Just 25 and new construction isn't a 
normal sentence. That's correct. All. Well, it was already built. Oh, okay. You know, spec home. Okay. And so, um, you know, the issue there was what are the property taxes going to be? And it could be 6700 when he was really only expecting like four. Oh. So they've kind of cooled off on that one. And then um, the other thing was the credit score. And credit Karma had told him he was like 756, and it turns out his real credit score, because there are different versions of the FICO credit score, mm -hmm. is 723. Now, that didn't turn out to be a material difference in his life. Yeah. It's about 33 bucks a month difference <clears throat> in monthly payment for those two. And there was something else I forgot was instructive. But here's the part of the story I want to tell today, which is that he has been at his current employer uh, in a sales job for 16 months. And so the mortgage lending Bible uh, called Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac Seller Servicer Guide, uh -huh. which says, how do you know if somebody's income is stable? Because, you know, we'd like to make loans to people who can pay it back, and part of that is the likelihood that their income is stable. Yes. So this guy makes like half of his income or a little bit more on commission. And so the Bible, the rule book, says uh, <clears throat> if you are going to use commission income to qualify, must have a 24-month history. Huh. Well, this fellow has 16-month history. Well, okay. well, but there's an exception that says, but if you have a darn good reason and written analysis, maybe we can go down to 12 months. So had this gentleman gone to a bank or done an online pre-approval, oh, he would have been DOA. Well, right, because he would have said, I made $91,000 last year. How much did you make? $91,000. Sounds good. Here's a pre-approval. Go buy a house. Yeah. And had he done that, he could very well have then ended up with a eh, can't lend you the money because you've only been getting this commission or oh, we can only use your base salary. <laughs> hey, I know you're excited to buy this house and you were already imagining the colors of the drapes. Too bad. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. You don't qualify. So, all right. So, so what do we do? We say, okay, now let's get down to business. You got to send me your W-2. Okay, cool. For the last couple of years. Pay stub. I got him to send me the pay stub for the end of 2018 so I could see the breakdown between commission and salary. Got it. Give me a new pay stub. And so now we have to start to make the case, right? And so I write up a nice... To the human underwriter. Ah, exactly. Okay. So even though machines are doing a lot of the approving, when it comes down to stuff like this, a human being has to believe the story. Mm -hmm. So our job as professional mortgage lenders is to help tell the story. Yes. In a flattering light. And so with the facts, by the way, can't just make stuff up. <laughs> and so the story that I told in my underwriting cover memo was and this is before the guy before we let him go out and write an offer well because he texted you about a new house that he wanted to go that's see, right? right that's right this was midweek yeah so uh so anyway so it's like let's get this nailed down and make sure we have the exception to the rule in our pocket in writing. in writing, yeah. Before we go sending you out to write an offer, which means you're going to start spending money on a home inspection, maybe even an appraisal. Spending emotional money, falling in love with houses. Yes, and real money. Okay, so um, the great fact pattern is that according to his year-to-date pay stub, he's on pace to make $99,000. That would be more than he made last year. That's right, because last year he made ninety-one. Sweet. And so we put all of that in from... Oh, and then I took the step of contacting his employer and saying... Could you just write us a feel-good letter about how this guy is a star and his future is nothing but up? It also helps that his boss was the one who had referred him over as well. So <laughs> that does Well, help. but I'm just saying that he, he wants to help. He's not some curmudgeon boss who But says, I've even done this for strangers. Oh. But, yes, there was a one degree closer of relationship. Wanting it to succeed. Right, and, and this person isn't going to 
baloney, you know, give yeah. us BS. And so he did. Wrote us a very nice letter saying this guy's a rock star, even though he hasn't been at it. He was in the transportation industry before, like in a non-commissioned job. Oh. This guy's a natural. Okay. He's got nothing but upside potential. Put that all together, put it in front of the underwriter, and we have a preliminary yes. Sweet. They just want a little bit more information on well, how much commission income didn't he make in 2017 because he like started at the end of 17. Okay, great. Another little question. So we were at the doorstep of being able to issue him a rock-solid pre-approval. Because we dug out, dug down into the details. <laughs> we didn't just take, we didn't just take the rule book at face value. We I asked, say, nope, sorry, you don't have a twenty-four right. month history. We thought, how can we make the case to make this happen? All right, I got two more stories in the same vein. When we come back after this last break, and you're listening to the Accident Mortgage and Realty Show on WTMJ. Find a place to call home. Without the headache, this is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. And gentlemen, it's back to you. All right, so I got a call this week uh, from a relative of a customer of ours, and the caller is a retired United States Navy pilot. And so how old do you think you have to be to be a retired United States Navy pilot, David? Uh, 40. Yeah, 42. Went to the Naval Academy. Well, yeah, if you're 18 yeah. and you, okay. Yeah, go, ahead. go to the Naval Academy. You get out when you're 22, you're a pilot. Yeah, so 42 and you're retired. You're retired. So he's getting a pension Sweet. from the United States government, but wants to buy a nicer house than what that would allow. And so, like a lot of retired military pilots, he's got himself a job at one of the major airlines. And so now think of this. When you're a pilot, he happens to live in Texas. But his job is to fly out of LAX in Los Angeles. So he has to jump on an airplane when he's going to take a shift or a flight or whatever and fly to L.A. before he starts. A lot of time in an airplane. Does not have to pay for that flight. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It's called a jump seat, right? I think so. So so the story is he's telling me, okay, I've got a contract that guarantees me – Six seventy hours. So, so pilots apparently only get paid while they're flying, like behind the wheel or stick or whatever it is. <laughs> and so he's guaranteed uh, seventy hours at ninety-one dollars an hour. So oh, do the flight, math. Flight time. Flight time. Flight time. So that's sixty-three hundred bucks a month. Oh, rock star! Along with your pension, you're golden. Oh, but because we're talking about it and. Digging uh, into the details. Yeah. He says, oh, but I haven't been accepting all of my assignments. Oh, oh so they have to offer you this many hours of flight time. But if you say no, now I'm good. then you don't get paid. Why? Because he doesn't want to make the commute from, from Texas, Texas to, LA to L.A. to take off. So I'm like, well, that's interesting. I think we need to gather this information because his lowest month sound... has been like four grand. Mm. Kind of sounds part-time. And it's, it's not, and it's not, but it's about how do you frame it in the eyes of the human variable. underwriter. That's right. So we're going to do a V. We're going to go for a VA loan for him, oh. uh, which is sometimes a little more empathetic. But we're going to start out presenting the minimum, but we're going to have to see how that human underwriter looks at the fact that when we get his pay stub, it's not going to look the same as what his contract says. Hmm. And one of my ideas is I'm going to tell him take more flights. <laughs> get, get I'm trying that, to buy a house. I'm flying more. Yeah, get that year-to-date income up because they're not going to. They're moving up here to Wisconsin. We do not lend in Texas, but they're moving up here to Wisconsin, where mm. his family's from, and uh, not doing that till about June. So we got a little time. All right. So that's 
won this up in the air. We'll let you know how that ha, get it up in the air. But that was not even intentional, Come folks. On. I'm not subliminal. Um, but my other one though is a call that I got. I was working late. Call comes in. I answer it, and the story was, "Oh, we got an accepted offer on our house." This was a Chicago uh, person, and uh, and now we had a pre-approval from another lender, but now we got denied after they had the offer accepted oh. on their new home. <laughs> That's that is too bad. I was tempted to say, was that a flimsy bank pre-approval? Yeah. Oh, they didn't or? ask you any follow-up questions? Yeah. Okay. And so the story there, I thought she said that her husband, who has the main qualifying income, was a driver for a large restaurant chain. But I got that wrong in the quick conversation we have. He left his job apparently as a manager of a fast food restaurant, major one, in the Chicago area. And then took a job as a driver uh, for a bakery, a local bakery company down there. And so have you had any uh, truck driver deals, David? Maybe. Is he mostly paid by the mile? Correct. So he gets some uh, modest base it's pay. It's a commission by mile. Exactly. Mm. And so she says, but it's really steady, and it's... Uh, it's steady until it's not. I've got a letter. We got a letter from his employer. So we got all the information, and no, it's not steady. It is not steady. Oh. We looked at so here's one where I cannot make a silk purse out of a sow's ear because the facts are this is not Well and how would they have known? You know, they're well, they're living exactly. in the real world. That's right. Working, paying bills. That's but... right. So obviously the lesson there is you need to get yourself fully pre approved, like I don't know, with a rock solid, fully verified, guaranteed pre approval. I've heard of that. You've heard of that. So that you're not out there making costly mistakes. Because now they got their house sold. So I'm sure the dilemma is where are they going to move? Hey, mom and dad. Yeah. You got a spare bedroom? Yeah. Okay. So uh, it pays to do things in the right order. Yes. All right. So uh, the other thing that we've said now twice already, and I'll, but you can't say it enough, mortgage rates are way down. Hmm. Where are we, David, on a $200,000? I, I know the answer. Okay. On a $200,000 30-year fixed rate with 25% equity and all the other right stuff to either buy a home or refinance, three nine nine. Woo! With just $1,800 of closing costs. That's on a 30 year fixed rate, which makes the APR 4.03. On a 15 year fixed, which is mainly for people who are refinancing, that 399 is available with no loan cost whatsoever. Sweet. As long as you're not pulling cash out. And that is some hot, hot money. So if you would like to pay less to live in your same house, mm-hmm. we can make that happen. Yep. And don't forget, typically, uh, our closing costs, you know, to get the money, mm-hmm. are one to three thousand dollars less than most banks. Yes. So don't just lazily and crazily say, "Oh, my bank is going to treat me special." They're not. We are treating everybody special. Yes. And sometimes even getting appraisal waivers from the computer system, which I don't think all banks do, by the way. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, they want to make sure. And so we've got that going on. <laughs> Click on the blue button at accunet.com. We'll see you back here again next week.